Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yesterday i started uh, talking about my personal journey and i want to remind you that I'm, I'm not saying this to say hey look at me i think i'm more saying it to say hey here's what happened to me along the way of making decisions my way and then what happened when I made a transformation. It's, it's not so much that I made a transformation as it was that I made a decision to start just, you know, being being a little bit closer to my creator and having some conversations with him. And that's how it starts. It starts with some conversations with God. 
it, it starts with opening up to your creator and saying, hey, listen, my bad, I'm tripping. I've been doing it this way for so long, and it ain't really, really gotten me to where I want to be. I know to some people on the outside, I appear to be successful, but I got news for you, man. Success ain't nothing, man, when you ain't happy. And the appearances of success is, 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 is can be quite uh, delusional at best. You know, Prince has a song out that says, I realize in his best disguise a pretty house don't make a home. That's one of my favorite lines in one of his songs. It says, I realized in his best disguise that a pretty house don't make a home. And, uh, you know, I may have had the appearances of a pretty house, but wasn't no home, man. It ain't. It ain't where you wanted to live. It, it wasn't where you wanted to pull up to and reside. It really wasn't. It was, it was some misery. So the transformation started, y'all, when I made a decision, and I was saying to people who have been fans of mine has followed my career or kept up with me, or whether you knew, 2005 began a very life-changing time for me. It it started a little bit before that, but I was still in, in, in some, some misery. But in 2005, my life began to, to make a drastic change. And that change occurred, like I've been saying, when I made a conscious decision to start having more conversations with God. And I'm just trying to share with everybody how basic and simple that was for me, that to talk to God a little bit more, to admit that I've wronged, that I've made a couple of bad plays, and I was asking for forgiveness. And forgiveness was an, a, big, a big part of it for me because in asking God for forgiveness of, of my transgressions and my missteps and my sins and flaws and all of that, in asking him for forgiveness, it freed me up from the guilt of like, okay, so now I got, well, you know, man, what people going to say now? Or, or, you know, man, if you start talking to God a little bit more, how you how your close friends going to feel? Well, I, I, I found out a lot of people wasn't close friends in that. I found out that a lot of people was around me just for the ride. I still got a few hanging on to me just like that, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. Um, but I, I found out a, a, a lot of things mostly about myself that I needed these conversations with God, that I needed this relationship with him because it was calming me on the inside. It was starting to make the house feel like a home. It, it was starting to give me a peace of mind, and, and when you have peace of mind, what it allows, what it does is this, it opens up your creativity. It opens up your channel to be creative. And when you're a person as myself that's a creative person, that, that's, that's, that's everything. But it's no different than if a person works well with his hands. When you get free and peace of mind, you can work, do even better work with your hands. If you counsel better, you become a better counselor. If you're a better teacher, you become a better teacher. If you if if you're a better uh, e, 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 M, EMT person, if you're a better tech person, you become a better a better driver. You become a, just a better person when your mind is free. When your mind is occupied with toxic poisons, it stops you from being the best that you can be at whatever you're trying to be good at. 
It really, really does. You think about it. You can't be the best artist if your mind is twisted up. You can't be the best performer if your mind is twisted up. You can't be the best ball player if your mind is twisted up. When you free your mind, when you allow your mind to find out what peace really is, and that's the relationship with God that gives you peace of mind. I told you the other yesterday I was talking to this guy in the gym that told me he was a stone-cold hustler. Now, we all know what that means, so I'm listening to the guy. He was just real honest with me. He said, Mr. Harvey, you seem like a man with some knowledge under your belt. And man, I just don't have no peace. Well, bruh, come on, man. You're involved in a business that don't provide peace. You're in the destruction business of people. You may be making some money, but it's at the expense of other people. Now, what you want to happen to you, you reap what you sow, you know, do unto others that you would have them do unto you if you ain't bringing no good to nobody's life, but you making some money. Well, how how much good do you think that money going to bring to your life? You know, man, it's, it's going to happen for you. If you don't get out the game, you know, man, it's, it's, it's going to go down bad for you. I can't fix that story up for nobody because it's a, it's a story that's told too many times and it, and it has the same end results. But I told him the only way you're going to get peace of mind, bro, is you got to have a relationship with God. That's all. That's all. Now, here's what happened. After I started having this conversation with God, if you followed what was happening to me closely, after two, from 2005 to now, it's almost unexplainable. That's why I know it's God. Because usually when something happens in my life of the positive nature that goes so well for me, and, and I cannot explain it, that's God. Because I can't even take credit for this. I really, really can't. Once again, listen to me closely. I'm not bragging now. I'm just telling you what happened to me, that the same thing he's done for me, he can do for you. Or the things he's done for others, he'll surely do for you. See, when I see people that's balling, that's doing well, and when I say balling, I mean uh, achieving their goals and accomplishing things on a rather large scale. I, I don't become a hater. I become a wow, okay. So that's that's possible too. See, I look at people's who who are doing well, not for hate or I wish that was me. It just shows me the possibilities, the power of God. You know, if God can do this for somebody else, man, maybe if I do this, I get it. Now I'm not complaining where I'm at, not one bit or at all. And if He don't give me no more, please understand I can make it like this. But I know it's more. I know it's more because God don't bring you this far to leave you. God didn't bring me this far to leave you. He won't bring you. He hasn't gotten you to this point to leave you. He has more for you. See, this ain't about me. This is so you can see what's in it for you. God has more for you if you open yourself to him. But if you don't open yourself up to him, how you going to find out what that is? And if you're waking up every day, like I've said a hundred times, with the notion in your mind that it's got to be more to life than this, that's because it is. So now I'm asking you, why would you not take the ne- next step to see what that is? Why would you not get closer to God? Why would you not have a relationship with your creator? How's that working for you, not having the relationship? I'm just saying, man, God changed your life, man. God moved you in places, man, you never knew you could be moved. God cold. What you waiting on? Sitting there tripping is your career, is your life. So you just going to play him to the left? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I ain't like I did as soon as I heard it either. So I feel you out there. But man, if somebody came to me and showed me a way that I could turn my life around, I, and it wasn't going the way I wanted, I'd taken. That took me a long time to hear the message too. So maybe it's taking you a long time to hear it. I feel you. I'm the same way as you. But 
Man, when I figured it out, his show got better for me, man. And I am who I am because of God Almighty. I have no other explanation for you. If it was, I wish I could take credit for it, man. You know the book I would write if I could take credit for myself? <laughs> man, that's probably why your arm don't reach all the way back there when you're trying to pat yourself on the back. Because you ain't supposed to. You ever thought about that? All right. Have a good one. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all around the world, you heard me? Can you hear me? We can You're hear listening you. to it. Because we own. Don't need no station ID to know this here. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> like that. Hell, if you don't know what station you're on, how is you on it? Ship, ship team, baby. That's what it is. Shirley, what's up? Hey, good morning, Steve. How are you? You sound like a good mood today. Rolling. Call up. Happy Tuesday. What's up, Steve? Crew. Got it. Junior. Trying to learn how to order liquor. <laughs> you, you got schooled over the week. J. Anthony Brown. What's going on? Watch out there now. Championship team, baby. Yeah, Tommy ain't here. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, he ain't here. Yeah. You don't hear him. <laughs> no fanfare? No. He'll be nah, here later. He yeah. Nah, he ain't going to be here later. <laughs> yes, he will. No, he ain't. He going to be here do the pranks and he going to sit his ass down somewhere. <laughs> Always something wrong with him. I'm so sick of him, man. Has it always been like that since he was little Tommy and everything? Since he was born. Well, I don't know what happened when he was born. Since we found him. Was he dropping? You stop with that. (laughs) Did not find him. him. I tell people that all the time. Orange crate out in front of the house. No way. (laughs) No, it's mom. <laughs> I told Tommy he don't look uh, like none of us. His mom is your sister, Steve. Tommy don't look like none of us. His mom is your sister. Hello. Tommy don't look like none of us. You guys Man. look alike. We just bald headed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tommy, he just don't look like us. Tommy can go on the shape. Look, man. <sighs> What's the problem? Why are you so frustrated? Yes. Nothing, because he ain't here. He get on my nerves. Well, Steve, you know you guys are busy. You're comedians. You're traveling. You know, you're doing things outside of the radio show. So sometimes you're not able to make it all the time. Sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> who, 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 who have more sometimes than him? <laughs> <laughs> more sometimes. Well, you, sometimes. He doesn't just do it. You you agree to it. You allow no, it. No, because he's stupid, though. <laughs> And that has to do with what? But you don't agree? <laughs> Shirley, I'm asking you. In his do face, you think not behind Tommy his back. Not do you think back. Tommy is stupid? I'm not behind his back. But, okay, in his face, do oh, you think yeah, he's stupid? When he's, when he's here, I will tell you him You don't that. call him stupid behind his back. No. Do you think he's stupid, Junior? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jay, do you think he's stupid? I'm on Team Tommy. All the time. See? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going over there. Yep. <laughs> you know he was on the other team too. You saw what I'm happened there. Team <laughs> Can I tell you something? Tommy told me that was that I knew was stupid. Team Tommy, Team Tom. He don't know do anything. Start with a T. Tommy. He think it's right. I don't know when you gonna. I'm on Team Tommy. Better get on this team, Steve. <laughs> your ass be out of work. I'm on Team Tommy. Cause I can tell you right now, See, that's Tom. Not nice. you back. That's not nice. That's not nice. Oh, that's not. Yeah, nice. you going in. That's Steve. not nice to say. About but you what? didn't ask me. You didn't ask me. Cause I already, do you think Tommy's stupid? Yes. Thank you. I was just trying to. I love government Tommy. is open, everybody. <laughs> How you going that? Change the subject. Yeah. Go on yeah. back to work. Yeah. Government is open and Netflix finna close. 
All right, it, it's time for something funny. Uh, Junior's Truth Be Told, and uh, we'll talk about whatever else is on our minds. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for something funny. Time for Junior's Truth Be Told. Then after that, we're going to talk about drive through workers, okay? Stuff they hear. <laughs> yeah. Stuff they hear every day. Come on, Junior, you got it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know what I heard? What you heard? <laughs> I'll tell you right now, truth be told, ain't nobody boycotting Netflix. Let's just, let's go boy, ahead. Come on with it, boy. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I hear you. I hear you great, Monique. No. I, I know what you're upset about. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you don't understand what Netflix mean to a lot of people for $9.99 a month. You ain't nowhere in the world we finna get off of this. First of all, all my kung fu movies is on Netflix. I'm not giving that up for no. It's the dead, the uh, 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 mark of the deadly dragon. You can't find that movie nowhere else but on Netflix. Here's another thing. I'm in love with Narcos. Oh yeah. The whole six seasons of Narcos is on there. And if I want to go back, if I want to go back to it back in the day, all the Martin episodes is on there. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to boycott with you. That's some other thing we can boycott. Mm. Okay, but it ain't finna be Netflix. Mm. Like, like say, like, you know, want to boycott United? I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. They dragging people all playing. Let's yeah. boycott them. Yeah. Okay, we can, we can boycott that. Let's boycott this president. <laughs> we can boycott that. Now they ain't going to do no good, but go ahead. But, but we'll go ahead and try that. Yeah. But what we not going to do. Is boycott Netflix. I'm sorry. It's, it's too, what are we going to do with these kids? You seen kids on Netflix? The kids' channel, all the stuff that's on there? Man. Man, who going to entertain these kids? Yes. Thank we you. not going to do that. You know how long we've been with Netflix, man. Since you got your movies in the mail. We go way back N- with man. Netflix. Man. Oh, they used to put the movies in the man. mail. Yeah. For $7.99, <laughs> your, your DVD show up at the house. Now all the content online. We just not gonna boycott no, this not, right here. We're not gonna she got to find something else. I'm There's sorry. There's a phrase I call chill and Netflix. That's when couples get together and, and they, they watch chill. And they, do you know how many people done got broke do you off know? Cause of Netflix? Let me tell you something else. <laughs> I watch on Netflix. You. <laughs> do you know they got every episode of Locked Up and Abroad Man, on get Netflix? Out of here. Dog, I can't let that go. <laughs> I travel too much. What if I go over there? I need to know what not to do. Yeah. I can't go over there and let Well, don't strap no drugs on your body. That's the, <laughs> That's the first thing we That's can't do. That's the first way you're going to get locked up abroad. Let me tell you another thing that's on Netflix that everybody likes. Uh-huh. All of the UFO sightings is on there. <laughs> <laughs> I watch all of them. I love the way these people be talking about the UFO. I tell you, it came down. It was right there. I saw it. The light, and it hovered. It stayed right there for two days. Ain't nobody letting that go. Ain't nobody letting that go. Yeah, ain't nobody letting that go. Not Netflix. You got to find something else to boycott, Monique. That's all we saying. Yeah, she messed up with the phrase boycott. Oh, here's another reason why I can't boycott it. The Kings of Comedy is on Netflix. Uh, How the hell I'm going to let that go? What, what? Cool in the game would just be unplugging. <laughs> Go look at me like I'm short. I can't let all that go. No, 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 no more. We no, we're we not going to let all that go. No, we're not going to stop. Wanda Sykes came out and yeah. uh, responded What'd to Mon- Monique via Twitter. First of all, she thanked uh, Monique for speaking up, and she said that Netflix, this is Wanda talking now, mm-hmm. Netflix offered me less than half of your $500,000. I was offended but found another home. Hashtag epics. 
So they offered her, according to Wanda, $250,000. She said she was offended by that, so she went someplace else with it. Well, she should just go someplace else and try to sell that which, deal. You're saying which Monique is the way should. to do uh-huh. it. Yeah. You know, this is a difficult spot for me yeah. because of how I feel about Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love money. Oh, so, love you money. know, um, it's a tough spot. I wish it wasn't happening. I wish she didn't have to be the mm-hmm. torchbearer for all these causes. You know. I wish she wasn't fighting so because, much all the time. Because, you know, that yeah. it, 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 it's, it's hard when you try to be the torchbearer yeah. for all these causes, you know. I've had to learn my lesson. I've done some stuff publicly that was... I mean, just disastrous, and I just had to live up to them. So now I try to be a little bit more conscious of the fights I pick. Mm-hmm. You, you know, pick your battles. Pick your battles. Pick your battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but that's, well, I mean, that's smart yeah. advice. I mean, that's yeah. cool for you to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and what Wanda Monique. did was cool. Yeah. She found yeah. another home. Yeah. You know, she didn't she like the money they gave TV her. She TV and punch TV and uh, get a deal. Because see, Wanda didn't come out. And tell y'all what Netflix offered her. Mm-hmm. Not until now, no. yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wanda yeah, kept her mouth shut and went on did some business somewhere. Well, Sometimes in this business, it's mm-hmm. tough when you speak out against the business. But yeah, yeah sure. but oh, but, you, oh, but then you yeah, but then you have a right to do that if you feel that way. You, that's the if good part wrong. about it. Yeah, if you, you feel, feel like you've been wrong, yeah. you know. And I, I hear what you're saying, Steve, but I mean, hey, she felt like she wanted to do it, so she did it. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> we got it, Jay. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, that's going to be hard for me, too. You've seen it, man. That's Braveheart, anytime I get ready, I'm not going Orange is the new black? It was a big call. It was a big, bold call on her part, and it took some courage, yeah. Yeah. But she did it, you know. You can binge watch. Just watch all of it. Yeah. Monique has caught a lot of backlash from it. She does. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I yeah, think you is. have to watch it, especially with the way social media is now. Yeah, everybody's got a voice that didn't have a voice before, mm-hmm. and it causes the backlash can be greater than the results. That, you're right, and yeah. that's what you have to be mindful of nowadays. I have to remind myself of that all the time. Yeah, we just got but, a tweet right here too, yeah. Steve. A listener said that when Monique. When Wanda Sykes made her point, now she totally understands where Monique was coming, coming from. from. She, yeah. So, is it a black Ain't woman it. thing? Is it a you know? It's yeah. you have to think about all that stuff, you know. But anyway, um, again, Jay, you're not boycotting not Netflix. Netflix. We get it. We get it now. Okay, that's all, all right. I got. <laughs> coming up right after this, nephew Tommy's run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew. <laughs> it is time for you to run that prank back. About to get I, ignorant. I got it. It's about to get ignorant. Really? I dropped your wife off. <laughs> yeah. That's... No, no, not from off. The, from the team? What's no, dropped her. Physically dropped her. Y'all ain't never dropped nobody wife? No, 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 nah, no, no. Nah, Slightly? Or she slipped? Y'all ain't never? As the lady in Get Out said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. I dropped your wife. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Tony. This is Tony. Tony, how you doing? This is nephew Tommy. 
Hey, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I can't believe you're calling me. Oh, my God. You sent an email in to prank your aunt. Um... Yes. Oh, my God. I sent that, like, months ago. I didn't think you were going to call me. Yes, I'm calling you now. How long y'all been married? Eight years. Okay. Eight years. He, he's, that's my heart. Okay. Let me ask you something. What makes your husband just go off? What can I do that you know oh. that's, a, that's a button for him that you don't want to push? Anything that has to do with me. Let me tell you, he is crazy about me. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> messes with me, if anybody tries to go off on me, he will lose it. Okay, okay. Oh, what are we going to do? What? Are we, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know what? You know what? Okay, check this out. Okay. Can you click over on a three-way? Can you call him? Uh, okay, I can call him from my phone. But you're gonna be on the phone, right? Yeah, I want I want him to think okay. that I got your phone. Okay. I tell you what, you oh, just click over and get him on the line. <laughs> just click over. So when you click back, you can't say nothing else. You got to be quiet. Okay. Because I'm gonna let at the end. I'm gonna let you talk to him. Okay. Okay, hold on. Tommy, are you there? I'm here. Okay, it's ringing. All right, you hit mute or something. Okay. 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 Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, no. This, this. How you? Is this, is this Darren? Yeah, this Darren. Who is this? Uh, hey, we got a bit of a situation with with Tony, yeah, man. Yeah, we got a situation for real. You, just my wife phone. Who is this? This, uh, actually, Why man. Are you we, 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 bro? Who, who is this? We're trying to get uh, Tony actually twisted her ankle, man. So we got to get her to the uh, emergency room and get her checked out. She twisted her ankle. How would she twist? Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Who, who did you say? Who is this? How did Tony twist her ankle? Actually, she 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 fell. And right, man, look, look. My wife is with her mom right now. Who who, who and who are you? How how she twist her ankle? And why are you calling me? Why isn't her mother or somebody calling me? Who is this? You never told me uh, your name, bro. No, I'm, I'm a friend, man. She didn't fall. I actually dropped her. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. How, how, how did you drop her? What, what do you mean you dropped her? We had a couple drinks at the hotel, man, and she... Oh, she... hotel? Wait, wait, wait. Hotel? What the hell you mean a hotel? My wife's supposed to be over her mom's house. Now, you calling me from her phone talking about you dropped her? Y'all at some hotel? What, what, why y'all even at a hotel? What, do you, what the hell are you talking about a hotel, bro? Where the f*** is my wife? Where's Tony? Why, well, why ain't Tony on the phone? Why hey, dude, you got to calm down, man. You got to calm down. Nah, man. No, you gotta calm calm down. We in a situation, uh, right? You calling me from my wife's phone, talking about she hurt, you dropped her, y'all at a hotel, she's supposed to be at her mom's house? Bro, where's my wife, man? She's it. Tony, I got it. I got it. Just hang on. Tony, I got put my wife on the Oh, man. Hey, dude, just, I need you to calm down, man. No, she no, 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 no. I need you to this, man. No, no, no. You talking about you about to go to an emergency room? You drop my wife, y'all at a hotel? No, just put my up on the phone before your be in the emergency room. Hey, man, listen, you got to calm down. Tony already embarrassed man, listen, about dude, the I don't even know who the hell you are. You still ain't told me your name. Put Tony on the phone, bro. I'm a, listen, man, you got to chill out, man. I'm just a friend, okay? Hey, man, hey, I'm a tell friend, me, but... I tell you what, I tell you what in the emergency room. Tell me where y'all at. I'll come to the hotel. I'll get my own wife and take her wherever she needs to be. No, Tell I, me where I, you I, at. We, we, as soon as Tony get dressed, man, I'm going to get her there, okay? What? As soon as she get dressed? What do you mean? As soon... Hey, man, real talk. Dog, where y'all at, man? Where you... Put Tony on the phone, man. I'm not putting Tony on YouTube. I rate, man. Why are you screaming and hollering, dude? I swear to God. I swear to God. If I find out where y'all at, I'm going to come over. It's going to be one for you and Tony. Hey, hey, man. Where y'all at, bro? I'm, I'm cool. Where y'all at?
tell me where y'all no, at. No, no, no. I tell you what, man. I'm gonna get Tony's uh, uh, ankle taken care of, and we'll get somebody to drop her back off at the house. Okay? I, I, I'll take. I'll, I'll drop her off at the house, man. Just tell me where y'all at. I want to come get my wife. I want to make sure she get the treatment that she need, bro. Tell me where y'all at. Don't go nowhere. I want you to be there when I come and get her. Don't go nowhere. Where y'all at? I can't do it. I, I mean, we didn't. Put, your, put, put Tony on the phone, man. Put put my wife hey, on man, the phone. I'm not. Listen, let dude. me talk to my. Wife, bro. Hey, man, it's the reason why I'm calling, man. She embarrassed about all of this. And now she gonna be more than embarrassed. Once, hey, okay, it's cool. Ain't tell ain't no need to be embarrassed. I love her, man. That's my girl, man. Let me let me holler at my wife, bro. Please, no, that's all no, I'm asking. No, 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 no. I already Get know, my man. Wife, a phone, bro. Listen, dude. Hey, man, look, dog. Real talk. You still ain't tell me who the you are, dog. All I know is you calling me talking about you in some hotel with my wife. And look, let me tell you something. Don't don't let that leg, that ankle, whatever you say is wrong with my wife. Get your Whoops, dog, I'm telling you, when I find out who you are, I'm busting your <laughs> Put my wife on the phone, man. That's all. That's my last time asking you, dog. I promise. It's, it's, hey, it's, hey, man, what? But see, man, you too outright, man. You too outright. Put my wife on the phone, bro. That's all I'm saying. You better leave town. That's what I'm saying. You got to leave town, my man. You better leave Tony, town. Do you want to you you talk to Tony? Do you want to talk? Let Tony decide if she want to talk to you or not, okay? Yeah, yeah. Put her, yeah, let her decide. Tony, do you want Do you want to, do you want to talk to him, That's mission accomplished is what that is, Jimmy. That's, that's mission accomplished. As the old folks say, rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> one, day, one day I might get my little butt whooped. Ain't no telling. Oh, it's going to come. You it's might. It's going to happen. Hey, hold on. I got you well, fast but you, you, he, Tommy did say it right, though. He said, I'm going to get my little butt whooped one day. <laughs> Key word, little. Oh, yeah. He know that. I got your trash talk. Jay, but. didn't you hit somebody with a night with a uh, microphone uh, base of it, Memphis, Tennessee, last night? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on, Sir Lafalox. Sir Lafalox, Memphis, Tennessee, Highland Boulevard. <laughs> I saw it. Was in the back of the room. Mild mannered <laughs> sweetheart, <laughs> Jay. Busted him dead in the head with the base of a microphone. What happened? Did he heckle you? Anthony Brown was on stage. Yes. The guy was heckling him. Yes. Jay got the best of him. Jay lit him up. That dude said, I'll come up there and kick your ass now. I'll tell you that right now. You ain't going to talk to me like that. And Jay says, sir, you're not going to come up here and whoop nobody's ass. I'm just letting you know that right there. And yeah. so it was a, Sir Laugh-a-Lots was a really cool comedy club play. It was a movie theater. Right. And you know how the floor is right. slanted. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it had a little orchestra pit 
Uh. And the dude came down and climbed across the little rail and started climbing up on the stage. <laughs> Jay took the base of that microphone and just tapped him in the forehead. Boom! Whoa. That sent his ass falling right back down. It don't take much with the base of a mic stand. It don't. It's just a little tap. He didn't, like, try to kill a dude, mm-hmm. cock it back. He just took him that. That's it. He took down. both hands and just stabbed the base at him. Wow. <laughs> Coming up, Miss Ann in our national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, so here's a question. What do you think about the blame game for the government shutdown? Of course, it's Republicans versus Democrats right now. Do you think with all that has happened, this is a wake-up call for voters from the 2016 election? Republicans have proposed a funding extension. Uh, They're going to give it till February 8th with a firm commitment to Democrats to take up the Dreamers issue separately and very soon. And if it hasn't been addressed by then, February 8th, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has committed to talking about DACA on that date. This is important to note as Democrats have been insisting on long-term protections for Dreamers, young immigrants who were brought to the U.S. illegally uh, by their parents as children. Well, to me, this whole thing is just political positioning. All of it. Once we elect these people into these political offices, Mm -hmm. then the politics begin. There's nothing we can do about when they start doing this political positioning because it's all becomes what they want, what we want, and they and you can see what they're doing. To get what we want, to get what they want, they put it in a way where we got to give something so they can give that. But it gets to a point where every time where there is no more compromise, now we have a government shutdown. 800,000 people's jobs are affected by this. Okay, so now, then the blame game begins. Think a point. It's 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 the it's Schumer on. shutdown. It's on. It's the Trump shutdown. It is the Trump shutdown. Yeah. He said it on Fox and Friends last year, talking about President Obama and the shutdown. It clearly rests on the shoulder of the commander in chief, whoever is president. The blame has to fall on the president because it is his job to bring all parties to the table to discuss and make a deal. He showed it on Fox. CNN has been showing it Fox all weekend long. Fox ain't showed it all time. Not time. <laughs> Fox act like they ain't got the footage. <laughs> Fox cool. with Fox News all Fox act like he never said that. They won't play it back. But that's what he said. So we are all falling victim to politics right now. And it's ridiculous. Because, and then the child health health uh, care program is being placed up against the DACA program. So we're pitting children against children. We'll give you CHIP if you let go of DACA. We'll give you a DACA, but we need both. It's ridiculous what they're doing. We have to vote. I think the women's uh, march this weekend is going to have a major impact on the upcoming election because when women unite and ban, women control stuff. Let me explain something to you. Pillow talk at night with these uh, Republicans and Democrats, what your wife is saying in your ear, you got to listen to. Or else, guess what? You keep coming home to that unhappy house. 
<laughs> when women get together and start deciding we not gonna have this no more. See, women are concerned about immigration mm-hmm. and DACA mm-hmm. and CHIP because they're the mother of these children. All right, Steve, uh, we gotta go to Miss Ann now with our headlines. Junior, do the honors today. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, everybody out there. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, yes, you heard a little bit about it. Here it goes. The federal government shutdown is over. Members of the U.S. Senate okayed a bipartisan deal yesterday to end the shutdown, and the president signed it. It's pretty much the same as the one rejected four days ago, except that the end date is different. The new stopgap funding measure provides for a, a period of one, one week shorter than the other one. So it'll only last until February 8th, with a promise from the Republicans that the issues involving immigration are going to be discussed before any newer government funding bill is approved. As expected, both sides acting like winners. Here are Arkansas Republican Tom Cotton and then Michigan Democrat Gary Peters. Shutting down the government, depriving American citizens of services because you want amnesty for illegal immigrants is a massive political blunder. This is a commitment that was done uh, on the floor of the Senate, uh, on the record for the American people to see. The measure also includes a six-year renewal of the Children's Health Insurance Program and delays certain health care-related taxes under Obamacare. Nevertheless, immigration activists and many Democrats, progressive Democrats, feel the Democrats should have stood their ground. The Democrats say they want a new deal by February 8th, but the GOP is now saying the real deadline is March 5th because that's when President Trump has ordered the DACA program to end. President Trump couldn't resist bragging that the Republicans had bested the Democrats on Twitter. Meanwhile, though, there's still no deal on if there is no deal on or about February 8th, then the federal workers will experience the same situation then that they faced yesterday. Some federal workers went to their jobs so they could be told formally to go home. Others work but weren't sure they get paid. And still others heard this when they called to check. There is a temporary shutdown of the U.S. government due to a lapse in appropriations. So we might hear that. I guess we'll see in three weeks. A magnitude 8.2 earthquake off Alaska has prompted a tsunami warnings. That's right, for coastal Alaska and British Columbia this morning and the rest of the U.S. West Coast, talking about California and Washington, also under a tsunami watch this morning. Kanye West and his wife, Kim Kardashian, have selected a name for their newest child. Kim made the announcement on Twitter, and it's Chicago. So now the only week-old Chicago West will join her two-year-old brother, Saint West, and her sister, Northwest. Sad news, legendary South African musician Hugh Masekela has died. His family says he died after a long battle against prostate cancer. He's best known for his 1968 hit, Grazing in the Grass. Hugh Masekela was 78 years old. And finally, today is National Pie Day, National Handwriting Day, and National Measure Your Feet Day. Your feet's too big. I really hate you cause your feet's too big, yes. <laughs> your feet are too big. Okay, but again, it's also National Pie Day and National Handwriting Day, so you want to make sure that your handwriting is legible. I know a lot of us type and forget how to write, but, you know, whatever. Do it, do it, do it. Eugene the Butterfly coming up at 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, introduce Jay. Jay, you then take it away and introduce the Butterfly. Yeah, I learned my lesson yesterday. Okay. Do you know the butterfly? Because I do, I do, yes, I do. Do you know the butterfly? Because I do, I do, yes, I do. Oh, do you know the hey, butterfly? Jay, Cause I do, Jay, I do. Yeah. I'm thinking that since Eugene ain't making appearances on the uh, 
stage anymore. I don't think he'll be making many appearances oh. on this show. So let's oh. just let's what? give him what you minute to oh. randomly oh. say that. Oh. Wait a minute, Steve. Why, why would you? Why would you say that? Why wow. would you, Steve? Oh my God, you're wow. gonna. Wow. Tommy didn't He's say he was really gonna cut now. him out Tommy permanently. Tommy has taken him out of his show, right. which means quite naturally. The next step, I mean, I'm just saying, it could be Tommy could take him out of this show. Oh, my God. Oh. You think it would go there and would get to this yeah. level? Because, you know, Tommy, Tommy's small-minded now. Come on. <laughs> well, he's not small-minded. He's small, Steve. Don't. <laughs> great Wait, minute great. Now. Why yeah. are you trying to take me off this show, Mr. Harvey? No, I'm not trying to do nothing, but Tommy he took you Tom. off the show. There was nothing you could do oh. about it. Tommy could take you off this show. Tommy is the boss of you. And that's the problem. But <laughs> you know what? We're moving to California, and I'm trying to get him to move. I want to move to West if Hollywood. I, you, I wouldn't come. What? You ain't doing yeah. the show. Just tell him you ain't well, I, that, I want to start my own acting career since he's not allowing me to be a part of the show anymore. It was so, one time. He didn't say it was But you know what? I see it coming, though, Shirley. I see it coming. I you do. didn't see that coming. Yeah. Hey, man, didn't I let you be in a stage play for 12 weeks? Oh. Didn't I let you Ooh. do that? Oh, Mama's boy. Good point, wow. Wow. That's a good point, Eugene. But that doesn't. But You've I thought we crying. did stand up together too. No, no, I let you do stand up sometimes. Wow. But, but wow. No, you don't. You don't, you don't call the shots, Eugene. That's your problem. I'm uh, like, okay, okay, look at you though. Dog, but for me to be caught up in the in the middle of all of that, though, dog, I'm real. Oh. Hey, I'm sorry, oatmeal in the middle. Hey, Shirley, Carla, uh, Mr. Harvey, Chad, uh, uh, Brown, Junior, all that. Look here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, really, on the real, I don't know how it affected me uh, to not be a part of the uh, stand-up show when we was at West Palm Beach. I'm just, I'm just saying, dog. Hey, listen, let me tell both of y'all something. When I need y'all, I call on you. Okay. Oatmeal, you right weren't now. on the show in West Palm Beach. Oh, they did, did do a damn thing. I, I, I had my whole, all my gold, uh, Jerry. Uh, Your grill. I, I had my uh, grill, everything. I had my, my head, uh, cocktail size, shades on. Well, I, you, just, I mean, I mean, I mean, Eugene, what made him decide not to use you all, you think? I don't know. He's been. He did the whole show. He did more time than anybody else. He could have allowed us to do what we wanted to he, do. He do you think he's trying to separate himself from you two and just become known as, you know, Thomas Miles? But what then? What happens to us? Where do I go? I don't. You quit crying to me because I, I don't know where you go. So I don't know what you no, expect. No, we care. To I don't say that, Steve. But we what care. am I supposed so to why? do? I ain't got to care. We'll have to now, continue this. Who need this. to care? It's Tommy now. Tommy don't give a damn about him. What you want me to do? We'll have to continue this tomorrow. Oh, man. We're out of time. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, time now, Jay, uh, for this segment. It's called Comedy Roulette. Explain it quickly and let's get to it. Very simple. <laughs> I love it. It's three of us. We're comedians. We're highly decorated. Take five subjects. Put them on the wheel. Where it stop, we'll do the damn thing. That's how good we are. Do it. Do it now. All right, let's go. Comedy room. Do it. Here we go with the subjects. Number one, people yes. who have that stuff, you know, in the corner of their eye. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like uh, that. <laughs> number two, babies that don't look like their dad. That's wow. an awkward moment. <laughs> wow, it That'd be is. real strange. Yeah. Who's the father? <laughs> <laughs> that baby show we a dog in here. <laughs> number three. Fat guys that won't button that middle button. <laughs> <laughs> they, they won't button that That's button. What I yeah, okay, number four. 
What's that thing on your lip right there? What what is that? What is that? What is that? And number five, just not. <laughs> not. 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 Just not. Not. <laughs> All right, come on, spin the wheel for spin us, it, please. Spin it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's that thing in your corner of your eye? What is that? Who's that baby? What is that? I Man. think you wanted this one, Carla. Number yes. three, fat guys that won't button that middle button. What is the deal with that? Let's go highly decorated comedians Whoa. on this show. What is the deal with that? It looked like an eye looking at you. The navel? In the middle of, in the middle of that shirt. Don't you feel that breeze on your gut? Don't. They don't do it. They don't button it. That's awful. They don't button. I'm going to tell you people who don't button that middle button. I've seen it so many times. But the deacon who handles devotion on Sunday mornings, standing in front of everybody, asking us, we time to start and come to the Lord. Come to a conclusion about this button. And you can't focus. You can't focus on nothing. I can't sing the words to the hymn. See, y'all, y'all don't understand. What is it? Y'all are looking at it the wrong way. That is not a button. What that is, is a pressure van. <laughs> <laughs> you have got to get a release of some of this pressure. That man, it, he can't breathe. He cannot. If that you close that button, he gonna get a short, short breath. <laughs> they don't do it. That's a pressure valve. <laughs> uh, you might be right, Steve, because even when they button it, you can see the button. It's almost as if the button has a face and it's holding two pieces of cloth together. <laughs> and it's saying, please help me. Help. I'm doing the best I can to hold this gut back. I, I know. Another person that I've seen with this this button unbuttoned, uh, uh-huh. but the lead singer at every hole in the wall. <laughs> when I'm sitting there, they singing all they hits, they, but they be moving, and so the the open part be shifted. I didn't see it. I didn't see ain't chest no, hands. Ain't no stopping us <laughs> now. And you know that. <laughs> and that that button saying the same thing. But you didn't see everything up under that shirt. What you got? <laughs> see, once again, you all keep looking at it as a button. That button is actually a hidden weapon. See, if he get tired of you talking or tired of you looking at him uh-huh. or saying something he don't agree with, he can button it and then put your eye out with it. Dead aim. Spot ting. Spot ting. Yeah. And it, it's not so bad that it's open. It's really sad when the shirt starts to come up just a little bit mm-hmm. and you see full gut, like straight across, just yeah. straight, straight. <laughs> Straight gut all the way across. All, all the way across. All the way across. Once again, y'all keep looking at it the wrong way. That ain't a button. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. for fat people, that's actually a air vent. <laughs> keep cool out. Yeah, keep cool out. So he don't overheat and explode. He can't button it. Oh. <laughs> 
It's an ambit. Uh, all right, coming up at the top uh, of the hour, right after, uh, right about four oh, minutes man. after today's Strawberry Letter, but up next, Nephew Tommy with today's prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, you do not want to miss the Strawberry Letter. It is a good one today. Trust me on that. But uh, before we get to that, the nephew's in the building with his prank phone call. <laughs> what do you have for us today on the movie? Tombstone. Uh-huh. I like that movie. That was a nope. great movie. That, that great ain't movie. the one. I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Tombstone. Everybody going to need one at some well, point. One day. Here it is. Funeral home. It's Kendrick. Hey, man, I got a pro- we got a problem with this funeral home. Let me ask y'all something. Look, y'all didn't mess around and put the wrong name on my Annie Tombstone as well as the date, and we got a problem we got to get rectified, man. Y'all got oh, the whole oh, Hold on, hold on, man. Hold, calm down. I, first of all, what is your name? My name is Reggie, man, but y'all, y'all I, 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 I can't understand a funeral home making these kind of mistakes. You know, that, that don't make no sense. How long have y'all even been in the business to be doing something like this? So this is a family business. We've been doing this 40-plus years. Just so I can get it taken care of. I'm not finna get 
charge nothing. Else. We ain't got no more money, man. We ain't got no more money. Y'all charge us an arm and a leg to bury my honey. We ain't got no more. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you one more time, Mr. Kendrick. If I don't see a child, I'm coming out there this evening to look at my honey tombstone. I'm coming out there. Now, if the date and the name ain't fixed, I promise you, so help me. I'm finna start digging up bodies, and if your ass is out there, I'm gonna put you in one of them holes that I didn't dug up. I'll tell you what, Virgin, you're not gonna put me in no hole, man. I, like I say, I try to. I'm trying to talk to you and tell you what the deal is and how we will get this fixed. Ain't nobody coming out here and digging up nothing. I have to call somebody to get it fixed. I bet you, I bet you, I'm digging up a hole and I'm putting your. If you don't fix my hand in tombstone. Then we both is going in the damn hole. That's what's going to happen. No, then we both going in there then. Because somebody, y'all done fix, mess around and put the wrong date. Y'all done put the, y'all done spell my hand name wrong and everything. All of that. Man, I don't even answer the damn phone. Let me get my uncle get it. Listen. Uh, Reggie. What? Reggie. What, what do you want? We're not going to fix nothing. Me and you yelling at each other, we men. We don't do this. Yelling at each other is not going to fix the problem. I'm a, I still have to do a step here. I have to look at this paperwork. So when are you going to look at it then? Reggie, if you keep yelling, I don't even have time to even go over this paperwork. Every time I get ready to look at something, you yelling in my head. Okay, well, let me say this to you one more time. I'm coming. Matter of fact, I'm going to come out there right now. That's what I'm going to do. You know what, Reggie? Come on then. I try to talk nice to your and tell you what to do. I told you that this is a family business and you disrespect me. Man, you. You come out here and you ain't no Cousin, we both going to the whole day. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Well, See, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm just coming out there in just a minute. You don't even know how to lift your head. Well, you, 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 need to, you need to know that my is on my way. Because I guarantee you, y'all going to change it. I'm bring your in. Bring your You ain't your cousin. Who else the going to call? I dig both seven holes out this day. I bet you when they get ready to spell Kendrick on the tombstone, I bet you they won't spell that wrong. Oh, baby. Come on, you. You ain't your cousin. Well, I got, I got something else I need to tell you. What the f*** else you got to say, I said if you listening to me, Kendrick. What the f*** you have to say, Reggie? I got to say this. This is nephew Tommy. You just got pranked by your secretary with No. <laughs> <laughs> you all right, man? <laughs> you, Tommy. I'm okay. <laughs> All right, hey man, I gotta ask you one more thing. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> that is mm. Tombstone. Oh, Tommy. Anything y'all want written on y'all that I, I need to make notes of? Yeah, anything? I like. Told you I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Junior? <laughs> I would have to go with Jay. That applies. Big dog? What? What would you put on your tombstone? If you had to put a funny quote on there, what would you put? I just need a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Sherry, to call it? Y'all got something? Too soon. Too soon? (laughs) Too soon for the question or too soon? (laughs) All of the above. All of it too soon. Carla? I'm out. (laughs) Better write something nice on that now. Put it in cursive. No, I I won't. In cursive print, you know what I won't put on there? Hmm. I'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I would put, if you love me, come on in here with me. <laughs> I put it on there, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Got gotcha, you, huh? didn't I? <laughs> Told you I was six says it all, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the best one. Yeah. yeah. Hands down. Yeah. You believe all the time that time came in. <laughs> you called me for it, Jay. I told you I was sick. You ever been to a funeral and it all went wrong? Oh, yes. Man, plenty Yeah, time. fights. Seen fights. T-shirts yeah. with yeah. people names. and spelt wrong. And <laughs> or the wrong Family body. members not being allowed to get in the cars. Yeah, I've people seen People yeah. yeah. left out the wrong body. Name one right there, mm-hmm. yeah. the family member. Mm-hmm. I stood in line with Biggie Wig at the wrong funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, when I got up there and saw the body and it wasn't amp, I oh said, God, God, dog. I walked yeah. past the family. Big was in line talking to these two girls. I couldn't get his attention. He got up there and it wasn't amp. Mm. Uh oh. Can't do it on the amp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, There's some funeral horror stories. Yeah, Ain't definitely, man. Yeah. Man. yeah. Mm. Let's, let's change the subject. Yeah, yeah well, let's, yeah. let's talk about something funny. Yeah. <laughs> get back to life. I know. Huh? <laughs> What's We're happening at the living? The, yeah, the J spot. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll be back. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Strawberry Letter is up next, uh, and wait till you hear this letter, Steve. You're going to love it. Well, so listen, everybody, just so we're clear, the government shutdown is officially over. The government opens back up. Thank God. They're not even going to post that the government opens. Somehow. (laughs) Somehow. I don't know, but uh, that's it. Uh, Listen, despite the protest marches and all of that, President Trump thinks because he has delivered on some of his campaign promises, the tax reform bill uh, is signed and the stock market is up. Voters will turn out in November for the midterm elections. That's what he thinks. So what do you think? They're calling him President Hyde and Tweet (laughs) because he was MIA during the whole shutdown situation. That's the first time he didn't know what to do. (laughs) He went down. The deal I just maker said didn't know this what was to on do. the president, and they played. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to say. No, he had yeah. no Shut idea. Shut down. Yeah. He's he not. Didn't. He's not political. No, he didn't know how to stop it or nothing. So he, this is the first time he done went. Duh. <laughs> I didn't wow. tweet. Man, yeah. Steve, they're saying he's irrelevant. He was irrelevant in the negotiations. Mm-hmm. How's the president irrelevant? irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Because he didn't know what to do. He's not presidential. Take heed to your own words. The same thing you said about Obama. Where are you? Uh Man, he has some. Well, at least Obama was trying to handle it, and he was front and center when Mm -hmm. it was going down. Yeah, he didn't hide. He didn't hide. And he updated the American people on what was going on. But everybody was in front of a camera talking except Trump. Mm -hmm. You're right. Except Trump. He was tweeting. I felt bad for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She was in front of every camera every day for, I mean, come on. Yeah, I thought she she was cracking at one. I don't think you can constantly lie like that. She's not going to be able to handle it, man. She's done well so far. She's lasted longer than uh, Sean Spicer. No, no, no. Spicy was giving it to the people. Yeah. He uh-huh. cracked under the pressure, but she doesn't look like she's. I'm looking at her. Bending. Her eye makeup ain't even the same. <laughs> it's darker under her yeah, eye. Yeah, she just stopped drawing it one morning. <laughs> Go on out here, hell. <laughs> and they ain't gonna believe nothing I say, no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She's a tough, tough, tough cookie. Okay, watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm watching. 
That's that other lady used to be out front all the time, the blonde-haaded lady. Uh, oh, I know you. Oh, about. Uh, uh, Ke- uh, Kellyanne Conway. Kelly- Kellyanne yeah. Conway. You see, she didn't got in the back. Yeah, she, she had to take a out. break. Yeah. She just every now and then she was on there every day. Yeah. Well, well, Amarosa. That's the damn. Boy, boy, after Amarosa came out and said what she said, you ain't heard from Amarosa. Amarosa got church mouse quiet because somebody put a put a phone call in. Write a book if you want. See what happens. No. Yeah, she ain't been on no shows or nothing. She ain't doing no Good Morning America no more, no Today Dog, Show. you're not finna hear nothing. I'm listening to me. That phone didn't ring. Now, you want us to tell this? With low talking on the other end? Yeah, go ahead and write a book if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> write one. See what happens. Golly. <laughs> All right, it's time. Yeah. Let's... All right, everybody. Let's get ready. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my girl, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. You're welcome. All right, subject, sexy and stinky. Dear Stephen Shirley, my man is so handsome, sexy, very smart, and I, and loved by everyone. He is so patient with me, and he spoils me rotten. I love this man, and I want to be more affectionate with him, but I can't, because his darn breath stinks. We have been off and on for two years, and his breath is part of the reason. The sex is great, but I have to keep my head in the pillow because of his breath. He kisses and leaves a smell on my neck. Yeah. He won't go get his teeth checked, even though he's got good insurance. I mean, the odor is bad, and it hits you hard, especially in the morning. Oh, boy. My three-year-old daughter has even asked, Uh, him to brush his teeth. Now, don't get me wrong. I have brought this up numerous times, and I'm about to make him a dental appointment. I'm about to let it all out and say, baby, your breath is terrible, and you know it. Please help. I love this man, but this odor is tearing our relationship apart. Girl, I don't know how you hung in there for two years. I just, I don't understand it. What do you mean, you know, you're, you're about to, to make him a dental appointment. Make him a dental appointment. Don't uh, make it. Do it now. You got to let this all out. Tell him if you have to go with him, if he's afraid to go to the dentist. And a lot of people are. They don't like the drills and all that. And I'm sure he's going to need all that. Every All the equipment in the dentist's office, he'll probably need it at this point. But, you know, maybe he is afraid. Maybe he doesn't know how important this is to you. I, I mean, and I don't see why it's not important to him. But I, I got to differ with you on some things. You said that he's so handsome, sexy. No, 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 no. He's not sexy. Stink breath, funky breath. That is not sexy. So stop saying he's sexy. Stop thinking that. Unclean, an unclean mouth is not sexy. Uh, you know what is sexy? I'll tell you. Clean breath, fresh breaths, fresh smelling breath. I, I love kids because kids are so honest without even knowing about it. Even your three-year-old baby told him to brush your teeth. So what is wrong with you, mommy? Make that dental appointment. Tell him in no uncertain terms, you cannot be with this man if his breath is smelling like this and he won't do anything about it. Steve? Dear Steve and Shirley, my man is so (laughs) handsome, sexy, very smart, and loved by everyone. (laughs) All this, I do disagree with Shirley. All this can be true. A man can be handsome. He can be handsome. I didn't say handsome. A man can be sexy. He walk in the room, he got a swagger. 
He can be very smart. The boy been to school, college, maybe he got it together. Not for women. And he is loved by everyone. Right up till he opened his damn mouth. Exactly. And all that you just said he was, he ain't no more. Exactly. And I'm explaining to you why when we come back. <laughs> all right, we're going to have You're going to need this. We're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Steve, come on, let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Sexy and stinky. Uh, this uh, lady got this husband that's handsome, sexy, <laughs> smart, loved by everyone. Uh, he's so patient with him. He's spoiling girl. He loved a man, but his breath don't. <sighs> We've been off and on for two years. Yeah, you've been off and on for two years because can't nobody <laughs> stay on him for two years straight. No. You got to take a break. <laughs> You're going to be in an off and on relationship <laughs> with somebody like breath funky because you just can't stay in it. Uh-uh. Every damn day. Let's break up for two weeks so I can breathe. <laughs> That's why your relationship is off and on. And it's off and on because his breath is always on. <laughs> and you think in them two weeks, maybe when you come back, it'll be different. It's worse. Bad breath only get worse. Did, now, did, what, Shirley? Didn't you have this experience back in the way back in the day? Oh, with this girl? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it ain't last long. <laughs> the sex is great, but I got to keep my head in the pillow. I can't even enjoy mine with my head in the pillow. It's hard to enjoy. Yeah, I need to be real. I like fresh air when I'm doing my thing. If my head in the pillow, something didn't happen, I'd have yeah. fail. You know, faint it. Off the something, doorknob, yeah. Something else is going on. But what it is... I got to keep my head in the pillow because his kisses leave a smell on my neck. uh, Okay, uh. so now salmon mouth is just all over. His mouth smell like trout. He done set up here and he lit you on your neck. Now your neck smell like his mouth because mullet mouth, perch mouth, ass mouth to set up in here and put his ass on your neck. (laughs) That's a hard one, man, when your ass got a tongue. (laughs) It's hard. That's a dangerous That's a dangerous butt. when he's what got a tongue. Your ass got a tongue. You heard him, Junior. He won't go get his teeth checked even though he's got good insurance. The odor is bad and it hits you hard. Yes, it does. Because you don't never be ready for it. No. It's just come all out his bowels and gut. He got his this odor coming. He talking from his colon. His colon is coming up through his esophagus out his mouth. So nasty. That is You're so just nasty. Sitting up there, but, oh, man. Yo, does your butt have tongue and teeth? <laughs> that is so nasty. This, this man's mouth is a giant butthole with teeth and a tongue. Ew. My three-year-old daughter has even asked him to brush his teeth. When the baby know it. Thank you. When Because the, the baby don't have no other thing. What is, hey. Hey. Yeah, Mr. you know, the they're honest. Face. Yeah. Yo. 
sir. Baby, what's the <laughs> You. Huh, whoa. Uh-uh. You finna talk to me? I don't want a hug. Come on, get, come on, come on, give me a hug. Baby, come here. Man, your daughter don't ever do like I say. She don't want to come over there. She get too close. Now, don't get me wrong. I bought this up numerous times. I'm about to make him a dental appointment. This ain't nothing you can make an appointment for. You got to take him down there. You got to get him in the car, tell him y'all going to a hotel for a, for a day of wild sex and drive it right up to the dentist's office. Yeah. He's got good insurance, she said. I'm about to let it all out and say, baby, your breath is terrible and you know it. Do it. It's been two years. Yeah. How you ain't said it yet? Hey, that's great. Yeah. Sitting up in mouth smell like hot garbage. <laughs> you ever walk past a dumpster? Yes. And smell it in, in the summertime? Mm-hmm. And you go, woo! That's his breath. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some suggestions. Okay. All the meals you cook him should be in pine salt. <laughs> what? Stop Wait. using grease. He can die, Steve. Listen to me. Like fried chicken? You fry his chicken in pine salt. <laughs> it's going to taste totally different, but yes, it's it the is. only way I can think yeah. to help him. Yeah. Fry all his meals in yeah. pine Get yourself a fire extinguisher. And fire when he come kid. to you with his mouth open to kiss, just fire that. <laughs> fire that in his mouth. It's going to freeze visual. his tongue, but it'll be a different. Yeah. You're crazy. Here's another one. Okay. Have for dinner, have a dentist come to the house. <laughs> for dinner. With a suitcase. I'm just trying to think of stuff yeah. that you could do. Crazy. But cooking his food in pine salt is a good start. That's a really good start. Oh, every time he opened his mouth, just fire that, cut that fire extinguisher on. Get the one with the separate holes on it, too. What does it sound like? put it all in his mouth. Um, oh, man. You know. What does that sound like? You need. Here's something else you need to do. Now, this is really wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, this one's wrong. But this is just the last resort. (laughs) Okay. In his bottle of Listerine, Uh pour half of it out Uh and pour acid in it. Oh, yeah, that is wrong. (laughs) Because what he need to do, he need to acid wash his mouth. (laughs) He kind of, he got to get his mouth sandblasted. You need something in there. Take some of that enamel off the teeth. That's a good idea. Maybe take a row of skin off his tongue. (laughs) You need to burn his jawliner out. He need to start over. He need to start over. So half a bottle of Listerine, half a bottle of acid. Yeah. And just burn his mouth out. He ain't going to swallow it. Don't nobody swallow Listerine. No. So he's going to squish it around in there, and he ain't going to understand what the burning is. What about when he spits it out? Oh. Now, when he spits it out, you uh-huh. got to give him some water yeah. to go in there and fight the acid. Uh-huh. You're going to have to get him to the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, Steve, we got to oh, go. <laughs> Email us or Instagram us your thoughts <sighs> on uh, today's that. Strawberry Letter.
at my girl Shirley. And join me, please, this Thursday for our Strawberry Letter live after show on Facebook at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Well, the uh, NFC champs, the Philadelphia Eagles, will take on the AFC champs, the New England Patriots, at the Super Bowl. Come on, Eagles. Come on, Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles fans partied in the streets, uh, taking over South Philly. Eagles fan chanting, it's our year. It's our year. (laughs) And did you hear about the Crisco cops? Did you hear about that? that? What? They're the police officers in Philly who are actually uh, grease the light poles with Crisco to prevent fans from climbing up. You know how the fans climb up the the fence, up the light poles. Yeah, so. I love it. I mean, it's one thing to win, but then you got to clean up the city and Uh destroy stuff. That's just not right. That's smart. (laughs) Crisco cops. Crisco cops. Crisco cops. Who was the guy that had to go out there and grease all them poles? Yeah. Shout out to the city of brotherly love. Nice. So what I you sure think, Steve? I hope they win it, man. Yeah. Um, that would be great. They 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 had a capability of beating the Patriots. They really do. They do. They really do, especially in 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 the Super Bowl in in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be indoors. It's gonna be nice weather because it's an indoor stadium. So, I mean, Philly got the team to do it. Philly got a great defense. They got a great running game. Uh, you know, they know how to play. Uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles was a, was a good quarterback before Wentz got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a Philly fan, but man, now I'm just all Philly. Well, what happened to Jacksonville, Steve? What, I mean, man, what it hurt me, wrong, man. man. They had it, but they relaxed. Mm-hmm. They changed. They they changed their approach in the second they half. Start throwing, I mean, they had that the ball, lead. They right. just running the ball on first down you with Fenoit. Do uh, uh, and, and they just got be predictable. Right. You know what I didn't like that they did? They took that knee with a minute left in the second quarter, mm-hmm. going in halftime, they could have took that ball and went down there and got some more points. They could have took the ball down there. They had, they yeah, had one they time. they were scared of a they turnover scared, yeah. on their end. Well, see, that's Then playing. they had that bad punt. Ah. And then they had them two penalties. It was it, – it got – and Jacksonville had them, man. Bortles was playing. I don't know why he gets the flack he get, but Bortles, the quarterback, was playing, man. He was He was balling. Them boys was balling. They should have never lost, man. But that thing that Tom Brady has. Mm-hmm. The second half. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah. he don't panic, man. It's called official. And he just, he just, he expects that lucky break to too. win. Really Even with his hurt hand, huh? With the Michael yeah. Jackson glove on? Yeah. yeah. That wasn't nothing. That, but he, he just does. He's a good quarterback. Man, come on. They <laughs> you, have you the think? pieces in place. <laughs> he is. He is. He, really Dog, he is. can throw that damn ball, man. Wick, yes, it's can. gone. Dog, you can say what you want to say. That boy bad, though. That's a bad boy. And he's 40, Steve? Is he 40? Yeah. yeah. He's in the bad white boy Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just oh. say anything. Just say. So you guys are, are going to be watching uh, the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. February fourth, Super, Super Bowl fifty two. Thing right now. Are you put it together. Yeah, Minneapolis. Some, some. Oh. Super Bowl party. I'm having a Super chicken Bowl wings party. at Steve's chicken house. <laughs> For every year, I've been going to the Caymans, but I can't oh, yeah. go this year. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've been going to the Caymans every year. Man. And and hey, can I say one last thing about this Netflix thing? Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Here, here's what has to happen. If you're going to call for a boycott of Netflix. There has to be some type of plan of action. 
I mean, is there a petition? Is there a sign this paper if you're willing to let go of your Netflix subscription? So you can give it to Netflix and say, hey, look, if I don't get my money upped or if I don't get, we don't get better treatment, then you're going to lose one and a half million subscribers. That Then you have their attention. But if we don't have a plan of action, see, to boycott Netflix, do you want them to A, cancel their subscription, B, stop watching, or C, what, what do you want them to do in the boycott? Because when you say let's boycott Netflix, okay, so we're we going to quit watching it. Or we going to unsubscribe to it. And how do we know if your the boycott is effective? That's what I mean by you have to have something, a point mm-hmm. to, to attach. Other than that, it's just a random cry for help. Mm-hmm. And right. you got to give people somewhere to go. It's like the... Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So she could take that to Netflix and they could say, oh, wow, all these people we canceled didn't, we didn't subscriptions we didn't because know. of Monique. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should look at her a little differently now. So if you got a million signatures and it's Netflix is $9, that's $9 million gone this year, mm-hmm. next year, and the year after that. They listening now. Now listening. they listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have a valid point. But if there's no point to it, there's no plan of attack, nowhere to attach it to, it's just a random act, a solo renegade move, and I don't think it will have any effect at all. That's what you have mm-hmm. to have. If like, you know, when I when see what Al, you're saying, a beginning, a middle, and an end. The yeah, end. You know, yeah, man, like when Al Sharpton to... comes on and asks us for that action network to do something, he has a petition, a march, we're gonna show up, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. It's something. It has to be a plan of action. There is no plan of action. Action, action, network. That's yeah. how he says it. Action, action, network. <laughs> yeah. Did you have so, to say that right now, that's though? That's how he says it. Did you, I mean, seriously. He thought it was. Uh-huh. No, he says it like that. He's the most inappropriate person. <laughs> yes. You hired him. I, I, I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. I did Don't not. You? Stop saying that about me. You don't you want know, it I no didn't more. hire him. You we're don't want it we're no having more. a serious <laughs> moment. I provided an opportunity. <laughs> you brought Reverend Al into it, and he said what? Action, action, network. I hate him. That's how he says it. See, why, why he you got to even? I know, what is that important right now? I don't know. But in I'm, this I'm, moment. But to him, though. <laughs> Did his yeah. mama ever tell him, think before he speaks? Never. Oh, hell yeah. Is that a question, Carla, really? I'm the most <laughs> you know highly him. undecorated comedian <laughs> alive. <laughs> <laughs> Accomplished nothing. nothing. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> but Steve hired you anyway. Imagine that. <laughs> he my friend. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay, uh, what, what do you have for us? Uh, this is well, things you shouldn't tell your kids when their pets are, are about to die. Oh, what? Well, Aww. everybody who has a child has probably experienced uh, when a pet has passed on. Mm-hmm. Pet is no longer like a goldfish or a hamster. Yeah. They don't last long or ants. And the kid is broken up. And these are things you shouldn't tell a kid when a hamster dies. Okay? Okay. okay. You're scary. He ran me. away. 
he ran away. He's he's not here anymore. He just ran away. He gone. You shouldn't tell the kids. You should no, not tell him. He ran away. And that that's not yeah. That's cold. Yeah, that that's, that's not he didn't that he didn't like give him living. any hope. He didn't like living here no more. He <laughs> <laughs> See, you go too far. What? Why do you have well, to say that? Yeah. The, the truth is he went to be with another family. He wasn't happy. You it tell was, your kids this, was, Jay. It was, just, it was just too crowded here. It's just so wrong. God, on so man. many levels. He had to go to school too, so he's going to school. He's not here. He's going to school. Yeah. You, you just fed him too much. You, you overfed him, right? This stuff you shouldn't tell. Wow. He left to go take care of his mom and dad because they sick. So that's why he's not here no more. They ain't tell Are us you nothing. crazy? You this drawn out conversation with this boy about this house. Man. <laughs> well, you, what would you, you tell be him? Gentle me? When you're How about, about well, listen. See Little Cindy down the down the street needed some gloves. <laughs> oh God! <Man>. <laughs> I don't believe either one of you said what you just said. <laughs> and I, you know better, Mr. Harvey. Like no, that. no. He was a bad goldfish. He had to go to jail. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, dog. <laughs> what did he do to be bad? Really? Well, Swimming the wrong way in the bowl. <laughs> well, my dog died. My parents didn't say nothing no, like that to me. What they say? When Kingy left, my, my mama told me, go in the room with all that crying. <laughs> <laughs> Making too much noise. Your story's off. Yeah. But Kingy gone, though. And... <laughs> You, you can, yeah. If I can't hear these stories, you're going to be gone with Kinky. I don't, Kinky star with a K on it. Yeah. That's what kids do, too. Wow. wow. The two Ks will be missing in them. Yeah. I, didn't, I, ain't, I ain't hear all that. I Man, had, I had a goldfish uh, that I had. It lasted about two weeks. Yeah, that's about it. It died. Yeah. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. Told my oh. father, Daddy, my goldfish died. Boy, fish die. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to go. Yeah. Like looking at him like, damn, that's it. Boy, fish die. Boy, you, fish die. You're going to die too one day. Yeah. We haven't fished tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah, you think. Now, look yeah. at him now. You ain't got, you ain't got to feed him no more. You ain't got to yeah. worry about it. Yeah. yeah, look at the bright side. Look at the bright yeah. side. <laughs> you don't have no responsibilities no more. You don't wow. have to be <laughs> Your goldfish want to be outside. That's uh, all it is. Oh, they don't, <laughs> but you know what? Even if you go in there and try heart. to replace the pet with your no, parents, they, they ain't got no mercy right for away. you then. They can tell right away that ain't the same yeah. one. They can tell. They, they, they ain't doing it. I killed a goldfish one time. Uh, I, I like, I've always had fish. I love fish. And uh, really. what what I did was, you know, you know, the, remember that little fish flake yeah. food that used to come in to look like a little salt container? Uh-huh. Yeah, they still have I that. had messed around, and I had to take care of my fish with my paper route and uh-huh. my pop bottle hustle. My mm-hmm. father, that's your fish you pay for. Mess around and knock the flakes over in the water oh. one day. Oh, man. So I had to get them out. So I went in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. What looked like a flake that a fish would eat? I threw over in there some pepper flakes. <gasps> oh. That fish bit into that red crushed pepper flake. Oh His God. eyes got twice the size they were. The shock that was on that damn fish. 
cold fish had food. Oh, cold fish. <laughs> yeah. Kill him. Yeah, he, he, he gone. Yeah. Cause wow. fish will overeat. That's another thing. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ate the insides out of his ass. <laughs> 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 That's so sad. I, I, I hate him. I know. That I, is I really sad. Pepper flakes, it look like yeah, fish They look food. white. They They're white. Yeah. So. I figure he ain't had no tongue. It ain't going to burn his tongue. So go ahead. And, and fish will eat anything you put in there. They will. Grits. They don't care what you put in there. Yeah. Corn flakes. Yeah, you put. Yeah, you put anything. They, they don't know. They just eat it. They don't care. And they die. That's what my daddy said. I had a dog. His name was my dog. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> my dog. My dog. Hey, my dog. <laughs> And, and I said, sir, have you seen my dog? Well, what's his name? My dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, they already knew you was crazy. So, so when my dog died, my daddy said, F it, he did. Okay, just don't even worry about it. He did. Yeah, he, he gone. It, he gone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't. You I know, couldn't cry, man. Some black parents are not sympathetic with him. They pet. don't care. <laughs> well, you especially old school well, parents. When we was poor, we had they, other yeah. things to concern us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. have been talking about this damn fish. <laughs> yeah. I got one more month of work before it starts snowing, then we, we out for four months. We worry about how I'm not going to be buying fish food anymore anyway. Yeah. Man. That's cold. I come around there crying about Kinky four days in a row. Hey, hey, hey. you going to be outside in Kinky House. That's where your ass going to be if you don't shut up all that noise. What was the dog? Kinky. Who named yeah. him? Care you? Who named him? I did. Named Kinky. <laughs> Kingy? Yeah, I like King with a Y. Oh, Kingy. Kingy. I thought you said Kingy. No, I named him because I want his name to be a K2. Oh, oh, Kier. Kier and Kingy. Yeah. What kind of dog was it? What kind of dog was it? A little poodle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little poodle. But he wasn't shaved like no poodle. Let me get it wrong now. Kingy, yeah. He wasn't shaved like no poodle. Like oh, he didn't get the poodle hair. Nah, hell, we ain't had no money for all that. Yeah. We got it. Somebody we got it from a white lady who died. How did she he was die? With my grandmother. How did he die, Junior? Who, Kinky? Uh huh. I don't know. I ain't had him, but maybe like a year. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, I ain't know how dogs died. I ain't. I wasn't number seven. Okay. Uh, well, more craziness <laughs> when we come back <laughs> right well, after this. My dog. I know. <laughs> Hug your dog day. We just made that up. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you guys seen uh, Sierra's Instagram post about single women? Uh, it's stirring up a lot of social media debate. Uh, Carla, you know how much you love Sierra. Yeah. I love to see you dance like Sierra the whole bit. Well, uh, yeah, Sierra's marriage to Russell Wilson is uh, hashtag relationship goals for most. However, uh, she made a few people, I guess, a little upset with her recent post about single women. She posted a clip of Pastor John Gray giving a sermon with the video titled, Too Many Women Want to Be Married, But You're Walking in the Spirit of Girlfriend. In the caption, Sierra wrote, hashtag level up, don't settle. Some felt the message shamed single women, and uh, Sierra quickly started trending on Twitter. One user who disagreed tweeted, um, level up. These types of messages are so toxic to women. Your value does not depend on a man wanting you, and marriage is not the be-all and end-all. I'll stay away from that one. How y'all feel? Uh Yeah, I think that Sierra, what she meant, she meant she shouldn't have said it like that. She should have talked about her past. You know, she had uh-huh. a baby from Future. Future. She's been mm-hmm. in some crazy relationships. And she should have said that part first and then 
people will probably understand and relate to her where she's coming from. Because, we, you know, we as women, Shirley, you'll mm-hmm. agree, we've all been in bad relationships with men. We chalk it up to the game. We try to yeah. learn from that right, and not right, settle. Right. And yeah. not settle. Well, yeah, I think she was trying to no, do. She was no, trying to do a, a Beyonce. Wait, all I, the, no, I don't think. No, all, she was trying don't. to do a Beyonce. All the single ladies, if if he liked to let him put a ring on it, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And but it didn't come off that way. It yeah. didn't. It, it, it came off like you know, I'm married now. You know, you ladies are single. You must not be doing the right thing. That's how the single ladies took and the it. Single ladies yeah. don't want to yeah, hear. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, and and that's not what she meant. Could she, really, she have meant? This is a question. Okay. Could she have meant? Don't allow a man to make you just a girlfriend if you want more than that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's, 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 what she. Yeah, meant. exactly. That's exactly that's what exactly she meant. That's what, she what meant. Beyonce meant. She was in the, coming from right. Yeah, that's, yeah because you know in you the can song actually, "Single Ladies." Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a woman doesn't. Most some women don't realize this, but you can get what you want from relationships because you're the deciding and the controlling factor. Yeah. I'm surprised you, know. you you decided to stay away from that one, Steve. You wrote the books, you know. Well, uh, I mean, what she's talking about yeah, is standards. Yeah. But if they've already pushed back, what I don't want to do is get in the middle of that and and oh, be yeah. a part of the pushback because, you know, I, I can understand where she's coming from. I think it was taken out of context. And so now, see, as soon as you tell somebody about, as soon as someone hears something that affects them and in a negative yeah. way, yeah, then you get the comments like, you know, being married is not the end all. That's a dangerous thing for women thinking that they need a man. So I, I just stay away from that. Especially when you're married. Right, when you're married. From the outside looking If you don't Steve. want a man, you ain't got to want a man. Yeah. Right. right. Absolutely. That's what the lady said. Right. Your value does not depend on a man wanting you, and marriage is not the end-all, be-all. That's what one of the women who responded said. He issued a response, Sierra did. She says, to those who didn't get her message in a note on the gram, I was one, that girl, wanting to be loved a certain way, but was making the wrong choices. I found myself at my lowest moment. I was a single mom sitting at home, and then I realized that the perfect love I was looking for was how God loves me, how he wants me to be loved, and who he was calling me to be as a mom and as a woman. That's when I realized, married or not married, I needed to love myself. Hashtag level up. All right. (laughs) All right, we'll be back to talk about the White House and what's going on with our government. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, so here's a question. What do you think about the blame game for the government shutdown? Of course, it's Republicans versus Democrats right now. Do you think with all that has happened, this is a wake-up call for voters from the 2016 election? Republicans have proposed a funding extension. Uh, They're going to give it till February 8th with a firm commitment to Democrats to take up the Dreamers issue separately and very soon. And if it hasn't been addressed by then, February 8th, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has committed to talking about DACA on that date. This is important to note as Democrats have been insisting on long-term protections for Dreamers, young immigrants who were brought to the U.S. illegally uh, by their parents as children. Well, to me, this whole thing is just political positioning. All of it. Once we elect these people into these political offices, Mm -hmm. then the politics begins. There's nothing we can do about when they start doing this political positioning. 
because it's all becomes what they want, what we want, and they and you can see what they're doing. To get what we want, to get what they want, they put it in a way where we got to give something so they can give that. But it gets to a point where every time where there is no more compromise, now we have a government shutdown. 800,000 people's jobs are affected by this. Okay, so now, then the blame game begins. Make a point. It's, it's, it's the it's Schumer on. shutdown. It's, on. it's the Trump shutdown. It is the Trump shutdown. Yeah. He said it on Fox and Friends last year, talking about President Obama and the shutdown. It clearly rests on the shoulder of the commander-in-chief, whoever is president. The blame has to fall on the president because it is his job to bring all parties to the table to discuss and make a deal. He showed it on Fox, CNN, has been showing it Fox all weekend long. Fox ain't showed it damn time. Not time. Fox act like they ain't got the footage. <laughs> Fox cool. with Fox News all Fox act like he never said that. They won't play it back. But that's what he said. So we are all falling victim to politics right now. And it's ridiculous. Because and then the child health health uh, care program is being placed up against the DACA program, so we're pitting children against children. We'll give you CHIP if you let go of DACA. We'll give you a DACA, but we need both. It's ridiculous what they're doing. We have to vote. I think the Women's uh, March this weekend is going to have a major impact on the upcoming election, because when women unite and ban, women control stuff. Let me explain something to you. Pillow talk at night with these uh, Republicans and Democrats. What your wife is saying in your ear, you got to listen to. We'll be back to close out the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, this show went kind of quickly today. Here we are yeah, with our last break of the morning. Just one more thing. Closing remarks are back. Motivate us today. Inspire us today, Mr. Harvey. I have something that I keep in my... Uh, motivational section of my photo albums. You know how you have your photos and they're broken up into categories? Mm -hmm. Well, I created a section in my photo albums called Motivation. And the only thing in it are just motivational quotes, uh, pictures that people have sent me over the years, uh, analogies about success, scriptures, stuff out of daily word. I just have an album full of that stuff. So when I'm feeling kind of some kind of way, you know. I just go through it, man. There's always something in that collection of stuff that I keep that motivates me. And I ran across something this morning that I wanted to share with you all. And I did it at one of my Act Like a Success conventions and it went over really well. And it's the 12 things that successful people do differently. There are 12 things that successful people do differently. Number one, they create and pursue smart goals. They create and they pursue smart goals. You know what that simply means? Just what it says. They eliminate as much ignorance as they can, much foolishness. They pursue smart goals. One of your goals can't be to get back at somebody. One of your goals can't be to get revenge on this person finally. 
One of your goals can't be to finally make them see who you really are. It has to be smart goals, things that move you forward. The next thing that uh, tw- that successful people do differently, they take decisive and immediate action. One of the worst things in trying to become successful is procrastination. Successful people take decisive and immediate action. As soon as you think of an idea, start the process of the action. You don't have to know all the way of how it should go, but at least start the process. Because you're not going to do one thing today, one thing. One thing may take weeks to accomplish. So just decisive and immediate action. Next, they focus on being productive, not being busy. That's a difference. Some people just do busy. They don't do productive. Do things that are productive in your life, not busy. Uh, next they do, they make logical and informed decisions. When they make a decision, it's based on logic, but it's an informed decision. They sought some type of advice to, to start it and make a decision. You know, you can seek counseling before you make a decision. Number five, they avoid the trap of coming they, they avoid the trap of trying to make things perfect. You know, some people, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this when I get all my ducks lined up all in a row. Leave, so yeah. when all the kids leave, you know, as soon as I save enough money, that's a trap, man. There is no perfect time to do it. The perfect time to do it is now. Number six, they work outside of their comfort zone. If you want to be successful, you got to do some things that's uncomfortable. You know, I've said it a million times. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. Well, here's another one. If you want something you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. Say that again. If you want to have something you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. And that's usually get yourself outside the comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you will fail. Number seven, they think they keep things simple. Don't complicate it. Just go about your business. Number eight, they focus on making small, continuous improvements. Remember what I've always told you, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. Just get some small accomplishments and keep moving. Number nine, they measure and track their progress. They always watching what they're doing, where they are. They measure it and they track their progress. They don't just keep looking at the goal, they track their progress, because there's joy in the journey. On your way to becoming a millionaire, you should be overjoyed at the fact that you're making 250,000, because that's better than the 25,000 a year you used to make. Next thing, number 10, they maintain positive outlook as they learn from mistakes. All mistakes are just valuable learned experiences. And successful people look at it that way. Stop getting buried under your mistakes. Number 11, they spend time with the right people. Association brings on participation. If you're the smartest person in your new in your group, you need a new group. You associate, spend time with the right people. People as of like-mindedness, going in the same direction as you. And number 12, they maintain balance in their life. There's a time, my uh, building block for success, the balance that I had to learn to do as a man was first is God. 
Second is family. Third is education. And fourth is business. God first. That's the balance of life. Family second. Education. Now, when I talk about education, I'm not always talking about going to school. I'm talking about gathering the knowledge and, and know-how you need in whatever endeavor you're undertaking, whether it's opening a new business, whether it's going back to school, whether it's learning to drive a truck. Educate yourself to it. Google it. Look it up. Study it. That's what I mean by education. And then four, business will immediately come into order. And have yourself a great weekend. <laughs> a great success. How about weekend? That? Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. Tuesday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 